Streaming has gotten way too complicated, but you can hack the system with Prime Video. It has everything in one app with one password. See Roadhouse and the National Women's Soccer League both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on. Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots, and Decovis is your stop before attending your next concert. All Decovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Decovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Stop by your local Decovis store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. I love it. If you can't make it to a store, just visit Decovis.com. Stores are great, but it's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. So we talked about this earlier. I do not think it's too early When you get through a month of the NFL, you know who's bad, you know who's really good. And that's about 10 teams. And then, you know, you got 22 teams to figure out, are they good, very good, very bad, wherever. So the Caleb Williams sweepstakes is a real thing. It's very rare. Trevor Lawrence draft was one of these where you absolutely know who the number one pick is. Uh, Andrew Luck, you knew a year in advance. Trevor Lawrence, Caleb Williams, you kind of know. So here are the teams right now that we have to acknowledge Bears, Giants, Falcons, Panthers, Arizona Raiders. They're not very good football teams. There are elements to them. I like the fight with Arizona. I like the coach for Carolina. I think the Giants' defense is interesting. Uh, Arizona is the only team there that would not for sure, well, I shouldn't even say it. They probably wouldn't draft Caleb Williams. Probably not because of Kyler. And I do think Kyler got him to the playoffs, right? New coach, whatever. And then there are these teams. So those teams are absolutely in the Caleb Williams uh, sweepstakes. Now, um, these teams could end up there, but I like Joe Burrow, the Bengals. I think Peyton and Russell Wilson have kind of figured out what they are. The Jets' defense is great. Belichick, super smart. And Baker's playing his butt off with a pretty talented roster. By the way, the Panthers don't have their own pick. My bad. So uh, that, that is total. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. So ten teams, because uh, you can't count the Panthers, right? Because they don't have their own pick. So ten teams that are bad or potentially could be in the Caleb Williams sweepstakes and of those 10, I think Arizona probably, probably considers Caleb. Uh, I, I think it's a discussion you have. Bidwell, I don't think loves sort of, you know, the Kyler Murray stuff and what they went through and the public stuff. So owners eventually make that call. So I don't know. 
I'm just saying that Caleb Williams and his father have made it pretty clear that um, there are teams they will maybe not play for. That's that's reading the tea leaves. My understanding is he would play for some of these teams, but there's a handful, Chicago and Arizona, that they are uh, deservedly uh, concerned about. When Chicago ever developed a quarterback? When have they ever had a plan that works for quarterback? Uh, they bail on coaches. They bail on quarterbacks. And uh, Arizona is, you know, when the players voted a couple years ago in that NFL poll, Arizona got D's and F's on how they treat players. So, and you can bellyache about this, but player empowerment, we've had three stages of it. Players skipping bowl games. I'm not watching college football anymore. Ratings are up. NIL. I'm not watching college football anymore. Ratings are up. Transfer portal. Ratings are up. The fourth stage of it, we've seen three stages. You've made threats. You don't like it. Get over yourself. The fourth stage is superstar college quarterbacks say, yeah, I'm not playing for that team. Now, Eli Manning and Elway have done it and were supported by most of the media. So I think Caleb Williams is going to say, and I think Chicago and Arizona are very much in the crosshairs. Chicago, you don't know quarterbacks. You don't know offense. Trade the pick. But isn't this an easy fix if you're Chicago? Hey, we have the number one pick. We're going to hire a coach who can work with yeah, the superstar I, quarterback. We, we want so your I'm interview Caleb, should I'm, be all about Caleb Williams. Yeah, I'm Caleb Williams. I know I'm great. How do you know that guy's just not a good coordinator? Well, again, w- w- Ben Johnson, for oh, instance. Ben Johnson. Like, yeah. Have you seen the offense he's done to oh, Detroit? Clever. Revolutionary stuff. Yeah, a lot of guys are really good coordinators. So, uh, so you're saying you automatically want a former head coach? I want a successful coach. Sean Payton available? Then I'd go. <laughs> oh, come you got, on. If you're trying to get me to Chicago and Arizona... I want an offensive coach that's won games. A coordinator? So, oh, 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 Chicago, you've got two number one picks. I'm Caleb Williams. I'm telling you, give up that other number one pick for Sean Payton, and then I'll come to Chicago? I think that's a little bit. Well, why don't Caleb Williams tell much. Chicago this? Oh, you're going you're gonna to guarantee me the coordinator's good. Why don't I just send my backup at USC? He's pretty good, too. I'm Caleb Williams. I have the power. Listen, I, I'm all. I was all for Eli and and John Elway doing that. Not, no. I wasn't around, you know, for the Elway stuff. But like, I, I'm player. I'm pro players here. That's a little bit much. Colin. Really, really, it's a little much. Eli Manning, the Chargers had actually had a history with Dan Fouts. I mean, you could look at the Chargers and go, well, they didn't screw up Dan Fouts. They've had quarterbacks before. They had great offenses. Bears have never gotten offense right. Eli basically said he wanted to go to New York. Yeah, and Eli and, and Dad stepped in and said, uh, we're not going out there. All right. And the Chargers had a history. My entire childhood, the Chargers were an offensive juggernaut. Now, their defense had O-lines, under Fouts, receivers, John Jefferson, Chandler. I mean, they had all sorts. Kellen Winslow. Well, remember, Kingsbury. Muncy. Kingsbury's at USC. He knows where the bodies are buried in Arizona. Oh, so, I, I understand that. We can move on from Arizona. But the Chicago thing is like, come on. I, I, I don't know. It feels like a slam dunk. They're going to hire a new coach, get Eberflus out of there, and hopefully get this thing turned around. It's a great city. Say you. I may move part-time to Chicago. If Caleb Williams If this show goes to Chicago, I'm out. I'm sorry, buddy. I'm not going to Chicago. I'm not moving there. You know what? I'm buying a bigger place there. If Caleb gets drafted, I'm doing the show at least half the year in Chicago. Can I be remote, or you just have to find a local guy? (laughs) 
<laughs> Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. Hi, it's The Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Teams are knocking on the door of the conference finals, and DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered every step of the way with same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. Don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. It's fantastic. Super easy to get started with DraftKings. If you're a first-timer, really easy. Try betting on something like a team to win. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook's app, select your team, and place your first bet. It's that simple, really. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www1 800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Thank you to our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the 2024 Colin Coward Show. Panini America delivers a premier collecting experience with the most sought-after NFL, NBA, FIFA, and WNBA trading cards. Whether you're chasing rookie sensations or collecting timeless legends, Panini's got it. Panini America is also breaking new ground in NIL, featuring some of the biggest names in college sports, and now newly minted first-round picks like number one overall Caitlin Clark, Angel Reese, J.J. McCarthy, Michael Penix Jr., and more. If you're into cutting-edge digital collectibles, don't miss Panini's NFT platform at nft.paniniamerica.net with some of their first opportunities to collect this year's rookie class. Whether you're a collector of physical cards or a digital enthusiast, Panini has you covered. Check out their most popular brands like Prism, Select, Donruss, and more, including Panini Instant Cards celebrating the biggest sports moments on cards right after they happen, such as Draft Night Instance. Visit PaniniAmerica.net or download the Panini Direct app today. Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Colin Cowherd Show. J-Mac with the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news. This is the Herd Line News. Uh, Damian Lillard is a buck. He showed up Look at, at that. media yeah. day. He brought his kids. Look, Look at that. He's got fans. his little kid. He's got all these fans there. Spoke to the media. Oh, my God. He looks good in that jersey. He does look pretty cool He in looks that jersey. tight. Look at he's, that. He's very, very excited. A lot, a lot of tight shirts up there. I Jeez. like that. All right. Let's, let's hear Dame Lillard. And then I started to think about the team, you know, so... It was like, who did I get traded for? 
you know, how like who's going to be there. And then I looked it up and, uh, you know, I saw what kind of team I was coming to be a part of. And then that was when the excitement kicked in, you know, just recognizing the opportunity uh, that it is. Playing with somebody like Giannis, he's going to, the kind of attention that he's going to get is only going to make the game easier and more simple for me. And I think because of the way that I impose myself when I do play and how I, how I attack games, he's going to have the kind of opportunity that I think he hasn't had as well. I'm so excited for this. Yeah. I think he's going to be a great fit. They needed a closer in the fourth quarter beyond Giannis. They got one. Do you think his first stop after media day was to go to that Dells place that you've been hyping in Wisconsin? Wisconsin Dells? That's what, a, whatever. That's a summer. <laughs> Wisconsin Dells you is... You knew I was going there. Come on. Wisconsin Dells is not a mall. It's a beautiful part of Wisconsin. Region, and you should right? next time you go to a big Badger game, stop off in Chicago, go to Wisconsin, go to the Dells. I'll get a bratwurst. Wisconsin's beautiful. Yeah, beautiful part of the. What's, what's the top beer out there in Wisconsin? What are they drinking? I, I don't live there. I don't know, but they like their beer and their brats and their football. I thought you were Mr. Midwest guy. I am. I'm, I listen. I fly over it all the time. <laughs> I love the Midwest. All right. Next up is uh, Jonathan Taylor and the Colts. He's coming off the pup list and will resume practicing with the team tomorrow. JT is still in a dispute with the Colts over his contract, but Shane Steichen is excited that he's getting his running back back. He's super excited to be back. Uh, with his teammates and look forward to having him. He's in good shape conditioning-wise. Obviously, you know, putting on the pads and practicing is a different deal. Um, I I know it's been a long time since he's played football. Um, So we'll see, you know, how practice goes this week, see where he's at uh, physically from, uh, you know, putting the pads on and we'll go from there. How do you see him reintegrated to the team? Do you expect him to play next week or is it like a a long-term? Yeah, we'll see. Like I said, we'll see how practice goes. Um, the conversations I've had with him have been great, you know, through this whole deal. Um, I'll keep those private, but, you know, he's in a good spot. Colt's got to upgrade their Wi-Fi. That looked like some like AOL <laughs> dial-up stuff there. I mean, goodness gracious. Gosh. Um, Shout-out to Zach Moss, the kid, uh, the running back, who's been playing really well for the Colts. Yeah. But Taylor adds another dimension. Colts, are, a, Colts are an interesting yeah. team. Anthony Richardson is really uh, fun. Listen, I know you're on the D'Amico Ryans train. But Shane Steichen, for my money, has been the best new coach in the NFL this season. I, I gotta he tell has you been incredible. Yeah, and I think Philadelphia is not quite the same offense without him. Indeed. And final story, the uh, Browns uh, were blown out by the Ravens. You're going to like this. Um, rookie Do- Dorian Tr- Thompson-Robinson from UCLA made his first career start with Watson out. Now, here, how's this? Watson was questionable and was medically cleared to play. Weird. But decided he wasn't ready to suit up. Here's Why? Kevin Stefanski on the disaster. We took it day by day. Uh, obviously, he did not feel comfortable to, to be you know, the player we need him to be. Uh, he's very disappointed. He wanted to go badly, um, but he just not, did not feel that he could go. Hadn't thrown all week, so just felt like it was the right thing to you know, see him uh, today. And, and again, he pushed himself. He tried. He did everything in his power to get ready, uh, but just did not feel comfortable uh, earlier this morning and, and didn't feel like we could put him out there. How's that play in the locker room? Yeah, well, I mean, everybody's hurt in this league. A quarterback's medically clear. Like, I... They're not a lineman that feels great waking up by week four. Cleveland is in the rust belt. You know, it's a tough blue-collar city. Like, I don't know how this is going to go over. I'll say this, though, to defend Watson. The last Cleveland quarterback who was injured and said, I'm playing, I'm playing, was Baker Baker Mayfield. I know. And he, I don't want to say ruined his career, but he played when he was banged up, and it went all downhill quickly for him. Yeah. So, on some level, I I understand Watson's concern. I don't know what's up with the medical staff there. I did not put them in the herd hierarchy. This whole thing doesn't sit well with me.
Well, their When's defense the last also got shredded. That was medically cleared the play and said no. Well, we, we need we need more information. Let's. Uh, I know I'm, you. I'm, I'm, I know you. I'm just saying, quarterbacks usually are willing to play hurt because you can't hit them in practice. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is out there saying, "I'll be back from my Achilles tear." Well, he didn't throw all week. Let's. This is a tough matchup against hey, the Ravens. I go on vacation. I don't talk all week. I'm ready to go when I get back. Oh, Goodness. <laughs> all right, J Mac with the news. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. The Herd Lie News. Mark Sanchez I thought that was a little over the top. The Fox Sports. Mark Sanchez doing all sorts. I don't talk all week. <laughs> oh my god. Whatever. Oh. I don't know, but I, but I will say this. Quarterbacks, you, you understand. You had the awareness. It is interesting. It, you know, you wear the you wear the jersey. You can't hit a quarterback. So I've always felt like quarterbacks feel like like Burrow does this. I'm playing hurt. I think it's a mentality regardless of the position. There's certain players who you just got to drag them off the field and force them out. You almost have to protect them from themselves at times. Jamal Adams last night. A lot of players. I mean, how about that guy? It's like waits an entire year, lasts like eight plays, another big injury. You saw how bad he wanted to go in. You saw the cuts from the sideline. He's screaming at the red hat official on the sidelines. But, you know, that's that's how bad these players want it. That's, That's what it means to them, you know? So I want to ask you, I don't want to dump on the Giants. I, I, I want to talk about the Seahawks. So it's fascinating. Geno's good, but they're not Geno-centric. So they had a good running back. They drafted another mm-hmm. second round. They had a good receivers, too. They drafted another first round. And what Seattle, to me, is saying is, we like Geno, but we're going to keep fortifying him. Geno's working, but they're not Geno-centric. It's very Brock Purdy. And I watched them, and Gino just, he made a really good throw rolling out to the right in the corner. That was a really big throw. made a couple throw. of great throws. Really great throws. But when, you, when I watched them, I'm like, and you, with the Jets when you came in young, it wasn't Sanchez-centric. Does that make you feel comfortable? Does it take anxiety away? How does it? I think it depends. Part of it is just whether there's an environment to cultivate that because of contracts. If you're not paying the guy $40, $50 million a year, you got extra money to go find some players. And oh, by the way, that's only going to help. Look at the, the 49ers. That's the blueprint, right? You draft a guy, see what happens, see, see what he's worth, and stack the deck for him. And then you make a decision later on because a lot of players are going to have to move on. But Coach Carroll in general, he wants a stable of guys. He knows this is a long season. It's a marathon, not a sprint. Guys are going to get nicked up. Some rookies could hit a wall. You know, we might need somebody to come in and battle for five games for us. And get us through that deal. Drew Locke last night. He's got two quarterbacks that he thinks can play. He, he wasn't worried. when The playbook didn't change when Drew Locke went in. He was ready to go. And that's great because as a backup, now you got all these other players around you, three legit receivers in Metcalf, uh, Tyler Lockett, and the young kid, Smith and Jigba. I mean, that's perfect. So no matter who's playing quarterback, you're set up for success. There's talent around you. There's places to go with the football. The only thing you worry about when you get these ensemble casts is like there's only one ball to go around, right? <laughs> Hopefully nobody gets upset about it. So I think the Jets, um, and, and I, was, I, was, I had this theory earlier, is that Sala is such an inspirational guy. He can't lose this room. So he is passionately on that meeting yesterday. Mm-hmm. We're going to Denver and winning. Aaron Rodgers, I think, is showing some leadership skills. I don't think Aaron's coming back. But Aaron is selling it like, guys, win games. The seasons of, we're not going anywhere. And it kind of feels like Aaron doesn't know if he'll come back, but it feels like what he's sending is he and Sala are conversing, and they're like, we got talent. This team, we can't lose this room. 
Because I do think they'll go to Denver and win. So I don't know. I feel like Aaron coming out publicly and saying, I'm going to come back, and doctors are like, no. I think he and Sala really connect with each other. I think oh, they, I agree. And they really are trying to say, guys, stay afloat. Because I don't think Aaron's going to play. But I do think there's value in what he's saying. I think there's something to what he's saying. I think it's part of it because Aaron's in the latter part of his career and wants to still be a part of something and that made him feel so good. And he felt a real connection to this team. And so he wants them to win. He's generally, genuinely rooting for this team to win. Uh, but I thought the biggest takeaway from that game was, and if I was Coach Sala, <laughs> the hardest part would be to eliminate some of those frustrations from after the game and the defensive calls and stuff he didn't agree with and take your 20 minutes as a head coach, but go into that press conference. And I thought he did a solid job of it, but I, I might have been even a little more on, hey, that kid, number two, our quarterback, just flipped a switch tonight. I saw him grow up. And I'll take that fumbled snap. Shit, or shoot, excuse okay. me. Uh, Patrick Mahomes fumbled a snap. He That's happened right. to jump on it, okay? It happens. People take their hands off the ball. It's a physical mistake. It's a silly, lazy thing that can get corrected like sure. that. But if that's the way he's going to play, I'll take one of those a game. Because if he's going to cut it loose like that, we can win like this. You know what, you know what I mean? I would have been like, the kid grew up in front of our eyes. I can't wait to get to practice because I want to see him keep going. I just want this momentum to keep going. That's what I would have said. You know what's really interesting with Zach and is that there, I don't know how I – I can't give other quarterbacks that are like this. Justin Fields has a little bit of this. They're momentum players. So Zach was tentative early watched Mahomes struggle, it empowered him, hit a couple of throws. I felt like Zach, in the middle of the game, sure. kept gaining confidence and just a little more velocity. Yeah, I think some of it too is, you know, play selection, play sequencing, stuff like that to start stacking a couple completions gives you confidence as a player. Boom, the defense got us the ball back quickly. I barely got to look at all the plays on the sheet or on the surface, you know, on the sideline. I barely got to look at our plays and we're back out on the field. Shoot, we're rolling. Like, you get a sense of momentum. And so, especially for young players, you can get streaky at times. Yeah. The veterans who can do it over a long period of time and let the slumps, like, barely, it's one play slumps. You know what I mean? They don't go multiple drives That's right. with, man, he's really off his game today. It's rare. You know, every once in a while, a blip on the radar. But those guys can do it over a long period of time. Zach's still learning how to do that. So when you have him hot, feed him the ball. Keep him rolling. Keep him, keep him excited. Keep the juice flowing. Like, that's what you want from him because he's a little bit of a streaky shooter right now. But when he's hot, go, man. Just keep riding that wave. Everybody love him up. And then when he makes a mistake, let's make up for it. Let's get back to it, get to the truth of it immediately, and move on with our lives. So, listen, it happens every year. There's a team. We don't know if there'll be any good Houston. You're like, oh, they're pretty good. There's a team Cincinnati we love. And this happens every year. Every year. And it, there is something about Cincinnati. I still think Burrow gets smoked oh. way too But that was last year, too. I mean, before, what, they've started like two and three the last few years um, and still go on these big runs. They're slow starting teams, and then they end up finding it, figuring it out right around their, you know, more or less early or midseason bye week, and then start to roll on some teams and get into a rhythm. But, I mean, the quarterback gets hit so much. He and Herbert and, this weekend both got, I mean, I mean, kind of like the stuff that gets you out in the IR. Just absolutely hammered. And you're like, whoa, man. That's that's not the I mean same thing with Daniel Jones. He got hit ten times, you know. He can't he's barely got a breath back there, you know, and so it takes the other players. They need some help with these guys, and they can't hand, turn around and hand it off to Joe Mixon because they're down 14 points. They're down 17 points, and now you're chasing. 
can't just run the ball and waste the clock and now you got no time to come back. So when teams jump out on them, it makes them one-dimensional, and that's when other teams' defenses really get going. They know you're going to drop back. and back. That dude's going to be sitting there eight and a half, nine yards deep, right in between the center and the guard, like right there. Let's go. Make a beeline for him and go take his head off, and they've done that. By the way, uh, yesterday I spent a portion of the show going back three calls by defensive coordinators with young quarterbacks. I just want to concentrate on one. I, because... Chicago? So Justin Fields has gotten the crap beat out of him by the media. Yeah. Everybody. Game's tied. My take is kick a field goal, take a lead. He and won then, the game. Right. If the defense stinks, all you talk about in no Chicago is we got our He guy. did it. He did it. Instead, negative, it doesn't get it. Then you give him the ball back trailing with a minute left and say, go the length of the field. Yeah. I know it sounds conservative. I don't know what the analytics say. I would have kicked a field goal. It's easy to say now, you know, Monday, Tuesday morning quarterback. Right. Okay, fine. But the big picture of everybody dumping on your quarterback, that's got to be at the forefront of your mind. Has and you're a defensive be. guy. Like, go end it on your terms. You want to end it? You're the defensive guy. Like, go go finish the game. You, you drafted these players. You put the scheme in. This is your deal. Quarterback, you finally won us a game. Like, yeah. you could say that. He won the game. We got to finish it. You know what I mean? And the, pretty soon, he's going to have to go down and – Drive the ball down the field and get you into field goal range. Go score the winning touchdown on fourth down. Great. And we'll handle that when we get there. But he won the game. Let him win it. You know what I mean? Yes. And then go help him finish it. Does that make sense? It's like a, it's, it's all got to work together. People got to be working together. And then you got to see it through the lens of the quarterback. I'm obviously biased. Right. But, but for a young quarterback? Yeah, but especially a young quarterback who's been through what he's been through uh, just this year. Like I thought it was a moment. Take the points. Let them feel good. Put Everybody's your... high-fiving. All right, defense, go finish this bad boy. Let's Boom. go. Lock up a win. Great. Good stuff. Mark Sanchez, He's got. Uh, he does a very good job of this. His film. Oh, we he... got clips, coach. Big-time clips. Clips next with Mark Sanchez. Mealtime, HelloFresh. Go to 50Colin at HelloFresh.com slash 50Colin. 50% off free shipping. Oh, snacks, kids' meals. 50 Colin at HelloFresh.com slash 50 Colin. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. Hey, this is Tom Verducci from Fox Sports, MLB Network, and Sports Illustrated. And I'm Joe Madden, and we're going to be around to talk a little bit about managerial decisions and what may have occurred in the dugout maybe in the 1980s. It's the Book of Joe podcast. I can't wait for this, Joe. We're going to dive into what goes on in the dugout and behind the scenes in Major League Baseball. Cars, wine, whatever else we want to talk about. Yeah, well, there are no boundaries, right? Listen to the Book of Joe podcast on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode Brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Thank you to our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the 2024 Colin Coward Show. Panini America delivers a premier collecting experience with the most sought-after NFL, NBA, FIFA, and WNBA trading cards. Whether you're chasing rookie sensations or collecting timeless legends, Panini's got it. 
Panini America is also breaking new ground in NIL, featuring some of the biggest names in college sports. And now newly minted first-round picks like number one overall Caitlin Clark, Angel Reese, J.J. McCarthy, Michael Penix Jr., and more. If you're into cutting-edge digital collectibles, don't miss Panini's NFT platform at nft.paniniamerica.net with some of their first opportunities to collect this year's rookie class. Whether you're a collector of physical cards or a digital enthusiast, Panini has you covered. Check out their most popular brands like Prism, Select, Donruss, and more, including Panini Instant Cards celebrating the biggest sports moments on cards right after they happen, such as Draft Night Instance. Visit PaniniAmerica.net or download the Panini Direct app today. Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Colin Cowherd Show. Angie's List is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie, too, for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com or download the app today. All right, we got clips. He did the Niners-Cardinals oh, game last week. Niners play the Cowboys, so it is the game of the week. And again, the NFL, to a large degree, it's a lot of regionalization. So if you live out in the Midwest or the East or, or you didn't see the Niners play, McCaffrey's insane. So Mark's got clips on the Niners. Let's go to the first one. Well, the first one is a play action. It's a downhill-looking run. I love the way they're using motion. They don't just trot guys around for the sake of it. They move check over to this side of the formation, and they're going to flash him over, watch the little hand signal, to get him a running start because that's what they do on the runs. Boom, and they're going to pull the guard. They're going to make this look, feel, and smell like run. Everything tells Kaiser White, number seven, the linebacker, I got to go fill this hole. Here comes same side shotgun counter. Boom, and I got two guys in front of me. I'm going to have to take on somebody and go try and hit Christian McCaffrey. As soon as Purdy sees it, he pulls the ball out and hits Ayuk right in that window that he just voided. What I love about it is the motion, getting guys set up, the sameness and likeness. It looks, feels, and smells like the same run they had in the game plan. They ran this and handed it off. And it worked. Also, and it worked. Both of them worked. And the big thing for here is Brock Purdy and his eyes. He's faking away. The RPOs you fake to the side. The halfback is taught to handle the mesh between you and the quarterback. The halfback handles the handoff, and you are looking at the defense. In this one, he's faking away from it, so he's got to see it out of his peripheral. That's really, really hard. He's got to see Kaiser White enter his vision. I mean, Brock Purdy does it effortlessly. You know, and The next one's pretty sweet, too. It's a nice little run. Okay, so but I'll say this again. Um, the manipulation. That's all it is. 
Even the great, by the way, a lot of times Brady would get you in and out of stuff. So you had no idea as a fan what he was getting you in and out of. This is the same thing where Tom Brady would turn around, turn his back to the defense, give the hard sell. His head goes down, boom, the O-line, low pads. It's the same thing. They're just doing it out of the gun with a lot of bells and whistles moving around, lipstick on the pig. It's the same exact play. What's the next This next one, (laughs) this is like one of the oldest plays in the book. Essentially for a defense, you're an eye formation you run this little sweep toss. We've seen it from Vince Lombardi. I need these guys outside. I need to stretch the defense, a seal here, a seal here, and boom, there goes the halfback. Well, Kaiser White's ready to play that, so what do they do? Put him in gun, and oh, by the way, don't forget this little motion. They're just giving guys a head start, that little cheap motion by McCaffrey. Watch the left hand. Boop. Go on, McCaffrey, get your head start. Now look where they start with the football. Instead of turning around and tossing, look where Kaiser White has to go. They already got him by five yards. They got multiple blockers out in front. The convoy's gone. Look at one. Juice. There goes Kittle. Look at, there goes Debo. There's the corner on the outside. He's got to turn this thing back in. Great. Use his leverage against him. Stress, stretch, and then cut the defense. And look at Brendel. This goes against everything in my being, shouting out this UCLA guy. But he's a center. (laughs) He just ran 22 and a half yards and goes and makes the scoring block. That makes plays that are good to great. That gets you touchdowns. That's the kind of team they have. They're one of the best downfield blocking teams, whether it's O-linemen. You see Trent Williams all the time on the edge, in the alley, just demolishing people, throwing bodies out of the club. Same thing with the, it, with it, the receivers and, and Kittle, all those guys. So when they brought McCaffrey over, uh, my only concern was, because I thought it was a great move, giving an artist, Shanahan, an open canvas. Mm-hmm. My concern was, okay, you got a lot of mouths to feed. No you doubt. Got one ball. So I do wonder, have they diminished Debo? Where does he fit it? Because Ayuk has become a one. No doubt. I mean, he is a star. It's just the attack du jour, right? Whatever you get today is not going to be the same tomorrow. There's going to be a lot of the same plays. And right now, option number one has been open quite a bit. But you go down the list. Let's say Kittle's number two. Let's say Debo's number two. Let's say Ayuk's number two. After McCaffrey, if McCaffrey's the number one read, great. I feel great about that progression. That's what, I would love to be Brock Purdy, right? Any quarterback would love to be Brock Purdy. When I get to my third and fourth, my check down is Christian McCaffrey? Come on, man. When's the last time one guy's brought that guy down? So it's, uh, I don't know how you're stopping this machine. So um, somebody told me, I think it was Jordan Palmer had said, you know, people can criticize Aaron, but they love him in the room. You can't mm-hmm. worry about the noise. Sure. And you know, over the last couple of weeks, I've heard things people I trust have said with Mac Jones is the coaching staff was really upset when he left the building for advice. Sure. Did not play well. So you, you kind of lose some guys in the staff. Um, the cheap shots, I was told last week, a player confronted him in the room last year. It's like, bro, you do that to them. They can do that to us. Don't do that. Right. And then I've never seen, and his play was poor. And, and I, when I watched the Patriots, I thought, it's not the score. They're energyless. They're listless. And I, I kind of feel like, Mark, Justin Fields may struggle, but I can see players like him. Zach Wilson can struggle. I saw Jets go over to him like, bro. They were all over him, loving him up. That was big. What worries me, you, I mean, I, I remember, we were talking about this earlier. I remember those games when you were there, you were young. Like, there is value in the room. Is it fair for me as a sports guy to say, my eyes are telling me I don't see a lot of support system or allies in that New England space with him? You know, it's hard to say uh, from what we see on TV. You don't know everything that goes on behind the scenes, but you do know it's a um, 
not a closed door policy, but it's an in-house kind of deal, right? right. Like we're, we're going to handle stuff, you know, let, let's just figure it out on our own right. here. Let's not give anything else to the media. Um, listen, bottom line is, is the production breeds tolerance. You know, like if he's producing, you can handle some of the stuff, right. you know, you don't love the cheap shots, but if they happen and you're throwing five touchdowns a game, it's kind of <laughs> like, all right, you know, like let, let's try and cut that yeah. out, but keep balling. Right now, if you're struggling, you get pulled in a game, it's like, well, now that reminds me about those cheap shots. And then, oh, by the way, you did go outside the building. Momentum. So, yeah, it's just kind of, there's a lot of bad taste in everybody's mouth, it seems like. Right. Uh, from the outside, once again, you never know because you're not in there, but it's kind of what it feels like. So, you know, he's just going to have to play his way out of this or play his way into a new situation. So um, I, I got to ask you, two minutes left, a Caleb Williams question. Um, we have seen player empowerment. College football players skipped a bowl, hmm. NIL, transfer portal. I am not bothered because Manning and Elway did it. If Caleb Williams says, yeah, I, I, I'm not sure I want to play for Chicago. I've seen what they do with quarterbacks. That doesn't bother me because it's a new world. It's player empowerment. These college guys have been giving their careers, and some of these teams, Mark, aren't well-owned and aren't well-run. Right. What do you make well, of that situation? He's going to have leverage no matter what because he can always come back. He's got another year of eligibility, right? Some of these other guys that you mentioned did not have that. That was – college football was done. You know, Elway could just say, I'm going to go play baseball. But – and he was legit to go do it, right. you know, like he could ball. So for him, he could always go back. If he does become the number one pick, there's no guarantee that you have to sign with that team that picks you. You don't have to. And then you'd kind of force their hand and who wants to, you know, it's just a good old fashioned standoff and who's going to flinch, you right. know? So at some point the team's going to be like, okay, well, if we're not getting anything from him, we better trade him. If we've drafted him and he's not coming here. Right. The other thing, Mark, that plays, what are you going to do? You know what helps Caleb is that there's a second, third and fourth prospect that are all considered excellent. Oh, right. So like Chicago could say, okay. We'll take Drake May. We'll take the next one. Give yeah. us four picks. If he tell, yeah, exactly. Then they yeah. can. Everybody kind of gets fed. Everybody gets serviced a little bit, and then all right, cool. You want to go there? Great. Well, it's going to be a high price. By the way, that game ended up being crazy. Oh my <laughs> they God. let him back into it. Oh my God, it was crazy. <laughs> Some of those throws were insane. The one where he's running full speed left and then flips his hips, throw it up the numbers. That was. I Some mean, you can't teach that. Great players <laughs> tend to make hard look routine. Yeah, was Caleb sweet. makes like balls <laughs> fumbled really on cool. the grass, grab it, throw it downfield. All right, Mark Sanchez, Fox Sports, always money. Bengals, Cardinals, week five. J-Max already all over that with Arizona. Arizona, hey, I watched that Niners game. You're not? You're not? <laughs> J-Mac. All I right. I think it's three. You got to go Bengals, no? All right. Got to well, go oh, Bengals. Wow. All right. We'll see you tomorrow. I don't know. I'm calling the game, dude. <laughs> <laughs> this festival and concert season, will be all about the boots, and Decovis is your stop before attending your next concert. All Decovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend, and Decovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Stop by your local Decovis store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. I love it. If you can't make it to a store, just visit Decovis.com. Stores are great, but it's T-E-C-O-V-A-S dot com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... 
Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.